City of Heroes podcast, episode 28. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Greetings, heroes. Welcome to Late 28. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, this is Juge. And this is Bill. <laughs> We're a little out of it, guys. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days. Point, oh, we, I put up the temporary, hey, we're going to be late, guys. The non-suit. Yes, the non-suit. Mm-hmm. And as it's stated, we've had a family emergency. Our nephew's been in the hospital, and he's doing great. We just got back from a visit. Yes, RD is doing better. He had major surgery on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and although it was a success... It is a very slow recovery, so yeah. little guy is really working his ass off to get better. Yeah. And every day we're more and more amazed at how determined he is to get the heck out of that hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty pretty remarkable. And thanks to everybody that sent well wishes, and a special thanks to those of you that sent, you know, special messages. You know who you are. We thank you very, very much. He had a big grin on his face. He was very excited. Yeah. I made a poster board for him of get well soon wishes from people you've never met. (laughs) (laughs) So I put all that together for him with my little second grade art project kind of style. (laughs) I figure I could either spend four or five hours making it look fancy or I could just go there and spend the time with him. So yeah, yeah, I just put it all together and off we went. (laughs) He's doing better and we're not sure when he'll be out of the hospital, but. He's making great progress, so thanks to everybody. And also thanks for being patient. Yeah. Because we just, there was no way. Mm-mm. As it is, we're very tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought first we could cover some business. We do have the t-shirts ordered. They yes. have shipped. They should be here any day for us to inspect. Right. And if we're happy with the quality, we will publish them and we'll give out the link. So if anybody yeah. is interested in ordering a COH podcast t-shirt. That's what we'll do. We'll let mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Currently, there's like many, many designs, like six different designs that range from a white t-shirt with our logo that's is, like 14 bucks right, up to a two-sided, more expensive, more customized one that's but, like 24 or 25 or yeah. something. And the shipping was pretty good, too, on that. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they actually had it printed in, in the mail or in the shipping process whatever it is within a day or two yeah it was really fast that was the part i was expecting to take a long time Mm -hmm. so it's underway we're working on it slowly (laughs) but slowly but surely why does that sound funny just because i'm tired (laughs) that that suddenly (laughs) sounds like an insane statement anyways it's getting done yeah and then the contest the twilight guardian comic giveaway yes so we have two copies to give away and troy has them and we've 
pretty much decided on the following rules. Mm -hmm. Send us an email starting immediately to cohpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. We will do two random drawings and Troy will mail them to the winners. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you include the subject Twilight Guardian Contest. Mm -hmm. Your full name, your age, you got to be over 18. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Troy has one racy comment in there. <laughs> and we need your complete mailing address. Yes. If we draw your name and we don't have all of that information, we will go on to the next name that we draw. Also, please specify how you want it signed, whether you just want Troy's signature or you want your name or your character name or your Aunt Fanny's name. <laughs> just put that all in the email. That way we don't have to do a back and forth and delay it. Yeah. And thanks to Troy for offering to ship those straight from you because that'll get them to folks faster. Totally. Well, yeah, because then he'd have to mail them to us after he inscribes right. them the way they want and then delay, delay, delay. So yeah. thanks, Troy. And good luck. Yeah, good luck, folks, because it's pretty darn good. And, you know, it's going to be a collector's item because it's going to get picked up and it's going to be worth mm -hmm. billions of dollars someday. Number one pilot episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we had the listener meetup on June 28th on the Guardian server. Yes. Which was amazing fun. I never did get a clear count of the number of teams. I think we mm -hmm. had four teams. Yeah, I think so. And... There's no way that we could name everyone that was there, especially since my <laughs> chat log failed around 2.20 for some yeah. unknown reason. It was working fine for like 15 minutes, and then it just stopped. And probably 10 or 15 minutes after it stopped that I didn't notice until after the end of the event mm -hmm. was when I said, okay, roll call, because we had the global oh, chat right. channel. We set up, Chooch set up a global chat channel, the podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-E, mm -hmm. was the name of the channel. And you can just go there and invite yourself. Or yeah, what it's is a public it? channel, so there's no password or anything. Or you just join it. You don't have to be invited, right. And so we had people, I had everybody do like a roll call so we could see their character names, their forum names kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we could figure out who everybody was. But again, my chat log kind of failed. Yeah. We definitely had more people than last time, and it was so great to yeah. see everybody there. And we also created the SG that matches the global channel name. Right. Podcast. So it's podcast as well. It's the SG. And, and that's why we'd created the global channel because some people had their own SGs and, right. you know, didn't want to park in that one. We did some coalitioning yes. for teleporter access. Right. Center Saint was kind enough to give us a coalition so that mm -hmm. we would have telepad access. Yeah. And it was very, very kind of you. We appreciate it. And awesome I actually base. went through that base and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice i really like the way that it's set up and i may mm -hmm. have to have a conversation with center saint mm -hmm. so i did get a very 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 basic base set up for the podcast sg mm -hmm. and it's literally you know the entry the entrance room a medical room with two resers and an inspiration storage and then the oversight room with the power control device and mm -hmm. a salvage storage so people can drop stuff off in there and that's it. I mean, right. I didn't do anything with style. I didn't do anything. I think I put some stairs in there yesterday. <laughs> After I got back from the hospital, it's all kind of a blur. So you can res there. You can store salvage and inspirations. I don't have enhancement storage in there yet. And right now, it isn't as of yesterday, as of last night, it's set up so anybody can take or add from salvage. Right. 
storage, which we say store stuff at your own risk because there's really nothing we can do to get, if you put in a numinous convalescence when we have enhancement storage, there's nothing I can do to get that back for you if somebody else takes right. it. So use storage at your own risk. Right now we're just, use it. I mean, inspirations, they're like nothing. You just throw yeah. them in whatever the ones you don't need if you don't mind and yep. that's cool, but really store stuff. Leaving everything store open. Stuff, yeah. And we haven't, literally haven't had the time to sit and figure out like promotion levels or anything <laughs> like that. And we, you guys understand the whole surgery of an 11 year old. And now our niece is possibly going into labor like six <laughs> weeks early. So yeah, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> it's an exciting time. We'll get that all figured out as soon as we can like get more than five hours sleep at a time and be yeah. awake enough. It was really fun though. It was kind of a slow start for the listener meetup. Mm-hmm. I, again, entered the hollows, and I'm like, who are all those people here for? (laughs) And I was just like, okay. And it was really hard to keep up with the chat. I think I literally spent the first five minutes just reading the chat. And I was reading it to Chooch, too, because you had waited until the last possible moment to find out how the voting was going to be for the name of the the SG. You and I didn't vote. We wanted it to be what the people in the forums decided. Mm -hmm. The podcast SG won, so you went and you created it. You were zoning in and I was trying to read it to you and it was so fast. It was amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just really, it made my head spin. I'll be and honest with you. started throwing SG invites. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to read a little bit of the log while, you know, tabbing through everybody and throwing invites and then created the channel. So yeah, yeah I was way behind on any kind of chat, I think <laughs> chat it was... reading until we... Yeah. We're quite a ways in. I think it was at least half an hour in before we even really started trying to form mm-hmm. teams, which, sorry, everybody, it took longer than it will ever take because now we've got the SG set up. Mm-hmm. Now we've got the channel set up. To join the channel, you would just insert Chooch's statement here. Go ahead. How do you join the channel? Because I can't think straight to say. So you just right click on the chat window, click join channel, right. yeah. and then in a little window that pops up, type POD spaced C A S T E. Hit enter and you're in. That's it. Now, as a warning, it does show your global name. Anytime you type something. Anytime you type something. And also, you know how you click on the friends tab to see what Mm -hmm. friends of yours are on. You will see a tab, um, Mm -hmm. a drop down for podcast. You'll see people's globals that are actively online and not hidden. So you'll show up there if you're not hidden. So it's not as if you can easily... Like just kind of monitor stuff without being seen. So it, yeah, on a your character by character basis, you can hide from global channels. Mm-hmm. But the word global, it is a global channel. So no matter right. what server you're on, no matter what character you're on, your name's going to show up in the list. Yeah, which you know is That's the convenient cool. part to be able to say hi to everybody. And... Yeah, and I don't have it active on all of my characters. So mm-hmm. if people don't answer, don't take it personally. It's just different. I know I've got it up on my guardian server people. Mm-hmm. And I had it up on um, one of my other characters because I was trying to help people get their SG invites mm-hmm. coordinated that didn't weren't able to make it or they want alts in or whatever. Right. And big thanks to the people that are earning the heavy duty prestige. We've got people that have yeah. already earned forty thousand, thirty thousand prestige. <laughs> Blew me away. So they're really working hard to build up that base real nicely. So we really appreciate that too. And we did take a while to get started. It really was. People were getting a little impatient. But now people will know what to do. We can coordinate mm-hmm. SG invites before we log in next time. We did organize finally into the teams. And we're running the Meg Mason chain of um, new content. I had a really strong team. I really mm-hmm. did. I'm not going to name names, but I had a really strong team. It was really cool. <laughs> Me too. 
Yeah, we did that for a brief amount of time. And as we went through, I don't even know how many missions we did. I said to Chooch, I said, I miss everybody. Put everybody <laughs> back together. So we decided to just bring all the teams back together and do street sweeps in mm-hmm. the hollows, which went really well for a while. I mean, it got a little complex because people would split off in different directions every once in a while. Yeah. But then... Um, That's the thing about a city zone. Yeah. There's lots of space to range and spread yeah. out. And then Chooch said, troll caves. Yeah. Let's go to the troll caves. My brilliant idea. I know. So he led us over there. <laughs> and then we couldn't get in because you have to be level 12, <laughs> which we had never tried on anybody yeah. lower than, what, 15 and for the we Transcendence Trail. Like seven and And it was painful down there. Yeah. So there were some level 14s <laughs> near us and it was like, oh, this is going to hurt. But we tried it and we actually took a couple down. There was a lot of defeats. Yes. We had some folks that went down several times. Yes, big green kept going. (laughs) Incredible Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That was fun though. What was it? The death crack? The crack of death. (laughs) That's what we were calling the crack of death. (laughs) We had planned for a two hour event and we Mm -hmm. actually were on for almost two and a half hours, which made us late for something later on that night. (laughs) We couldn't really bring ourselves to leave. And there were actually some people that were disappointed when we did leave on our forums. There was some disappointment that we didn't stay longer. But we did, in in all honesty, we did say it'd be about two hours. Right. And anything longer than two hours, people were already splitting out after mm-hmm. an hour, hour and a half. We actually had one person named Fantastic Foe show up literally just to say hi, get an mm-hmm. SG invite, and then he had to log. Yeah. So that was really sweet of him to take the time to do that. Sincere fake nemesis. Wasn't that what his name <laughs> yeah. was? Yeah. Mm. So, but we did have people dropping off after about an hour. The majority of people dropped off right around the two two hour mark. We hung around a little bit longer. So that was a frustration. But there was frustration also on the forums about how long it took to get started. Mm, mm-hmm. And I did want to point out that it is a meet and greet opportunity. It's a chance for all of us to just get together and hang out. We interact on the forums. Right. And this is just a way for us to kind of hang out and be cool. It is never going to be a power gaming session. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never going to be about leveling or right. anything. It's, I mean, other than the sewers, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe when we do the troll caves... That's going to be some XP, but that was, it was really just our intent to just kind of get together and hang out and Mm -hmm. interact on a, you know, real basis, real time basis with everybody. It's still hard to do that when you've got like 40 people though. Yeah. It's really hard to do that because I was really struggling to keep up with the chat in SG channel, Mm -hmm. keep up with the chat in the global channel, the private tells. Mm-hmm. And then we had friends on other servers that were talking to us, our right. normal game oh, hey, friends. Oh, you guys are on. What's up? That's like, dude, not now. Not now, dude. Not now. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy. Um, confusion will be lessened next time now that we've got the SG and the channel in place. Yeah. We'll be able to, you know, get moving faster. And since we did die in the crack of death, an ugly, painful defeat, <laughs> and because we weren't able to get in the troll caves, you really want to go back to the troll caves. Yeah, a couple reasons. Um, well, the main reason for me is splitting into separate teams and hitting doors. Yeah. To me, wasn't quite as fulfilling. No, the everybody and the fun. global channel gets really quiet, and yeah. then because you know we're all off on our own yeah. doing different things, and I kind of like the coming together. Me too. And all that. So for next time, I think it would be a lot more fun if the goal is to have everybody be around level twelve, minimum level twelve. Right. Little higher is okay, but um, and because you need to be twelve to get into those right. troll caves, 
And then that'll be very much like a sewer run. Yeah. Just charging through the caves, taking down trolls. That way, as opposed to a city zone where mm-hmm. everybody spreads out and is ranging, this kind of keeps everybody close together. Yeah. And everybody's going to hack through stuff and there'll be some debt and because there still are yeah. level 15 and 16 trolls in there and at level 12, it's a little yeah. harder to take them down, but it'll but be the, fun. The heals are so much easier to manage too, because you've yeah. kind of got the healing curtain going on. Yeah. Like we said, it's not about, it's not about leveling or any of that. It's right. about just having fun. And yeah. so to me, keeping everybody together, I think it'll be Way a more, more successful fun. event. Yeah. And then there's a email with an idea for a follow-up event. That's right. That I think will also be a lot of fun. Very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the homework until the next get-together. Hit 12 if on you, Guardians. Yeah. If you want to continue with the same character, you got to bring them up from 5 or 7 or 9 or whatever you were. Mm-hmm. Get them to 12 on Guardian, mm-hmm. hero side. and Or make a new one. Mm-hmm. Which I decided I'm going to make a new one. Ugh. And I need to start working on well, I may work on, I can't decide if I want to keep working on Vico Viv and get her up because it's fun. I'm enjoying her <laughs> a lot, but I am kind of also thinking that I might work on my Dark Dark Defender because I'm mm. just desperate to play one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to work on, on a regular gaming group that it, that's what I'm going to be playing. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to end up playing a Kinetic, which is cool. Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. But also want to do a Dark. That's my problem is <laughs> I want to do both at the same time and this mm-hmm. is the only way I can do it. So, Yeah. And if you're worried about, well, how am I going to work up a character from level 9 to level 12? I haven't logged in to the Guardian server yet where we didn't have folks that were on in the SG that were playing. Yeah. Pop in, you know, say, hey, join the channel if you're not in the SG. Join the channel and say, is anybody on that can invite me to the SG? Mm-hmm. Anybody want to level up together? Join the forums and set up a time. I'm going to be on it this time. Does anybody want to join me? Mm-hmm. There's some people that are really excited about the social aspect of it. So just, yeah. you know, pop over and see, you know. Totally. We'll probably be able to hook up with somebody else mm-hmm. and level up. <laughs> and if we can figure out a time where we can, then we'll set something up. It won't be like a full-on listener meetup. But, yeah. You know, maybe we can pop over here and there because, I mean, we got to level up too. We may yep. as well say we're doing <laughs> it. Um, and then just without a lot of fanfare... A few people asked for Chooch to put this on the website, hmm. and we didn't want to make a fuss over. This is the only time we're going to mention it, but we do have a PayPal button if anybody hmm. wants to make mm-hmm. donations. It'll help us offset the costs, the increasing costs <laughs> for the podcast <laughs> and the equipment. You know, we've got some more improvements we want to make to improve the sound quality. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to go to Dragon Con. It doesn't look real promising. I don't expect to raise enough from PayPal yeah. to be able to go to yeah. Dragon Con. But, you know, there's a button there. If you want to donate, donate. If you don't, whatever. No cool. worries. We're yep. cool. So that's we're our one and only We're going to keep doing it no matter what. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to leave it up there. We're going to keep doing the podcast. We're not going to stop if we don't make money. Right. <laughs> we're not going to sell off microphones, we don't think. <laughs> just kidding. No, we won't. No, we're not. Real quick. As we were wrapping up the get-together, I had asked everybody, <laughs> I said, hey, we're going to go down and record. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have anything they want us to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, we had a couple shout-outs. Shout-out to Middle Maiden. <laughs> Said, yeah, shout-out to me. <laughs> hey, Middle Maiden, what up? A shout to Anne from Lemonatra. Mm-hmm. A shout to Immortal Amazon's high school boyfriend. You sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Zloth would like to see more explicit sets. 
<laughs> nice. Was that Which all is of coming. Them? Do you yeah. think you got them all? That's everything I saw in fly up in the chat. I mm-hmm. was diligently copying as people were saying things. That was so fun. I wish that you had <laughs> run your chat log since mine was in yeah. mail. So there will be some explicit sets because this is going to have part two of the invention origin set special feature. Invention origin enhancement set feature. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> For our final topic on podcast business, the Parsec Awards, mm-hmm. we were, were nominated and we're hoping to get into the finalists, the final five. So we're putting together our submission. If we do get selected as the finalists, then we will be begging for votes. Yeah. <laughs> begging and pleading. This is true. So now we go into the news. News, please. Mm-hmm. This is Christiana Ellis of Nina Kimberly the Merciless, and you are listening to the City of Heroes podcast. You better send in feedback, too, or else I'm going to have to come after you. On June 26th, Lighthouse tells us, we wanted to let you know that the first of our optional in-game advertisements are now running on the live servers. Mm-hmm. We will be working with Double Fusion, our advertising partner, to slowly introduce ads into the game's existing billboards over the summer while making sure that nothing is disruptive to the game experience. And then there's a link to the initial announcement about mm-hmm. the optional in-game advertising. Which and has been spotted in the wild. Yeah, the Jeter, Jeter, Nike. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the clutch shoe or whatever that mm-hmm. thing is. Yeah, great advertising. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Ooh, but then it's a shoe, so whatever. Um, mm. But yeah, that's an Atlas near Atlas Plaza. So mm-hmm. I think it's fine. It doesn't really, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm tired guys I'm sorry but I mean I know there's a lot of people that are upset about it yeah. and and I, I get the argument I totally understand it I'm just yeah. today I don't have the energy to get all incited <laughs> about that so. I had left the opt-in option on because it is if you hit options it's right there towards the bottom this yeah. under miscellaneous says opt out of in-game advertising Mm-hmm. You just click that and hit save and you won't ever see them. I left yeah. it on because I was really curious to see what they were going to do. And Me too. It was just a picture on a billboard. I mean, yeah. there's no game yeah. impact as far as performance or right. frames per second or anything. Well, people are concerned about, okay, this is phase one. Right, right, right. What's is it going to get worse? And five? Yeah. What's phase right. six? You know, what's that all going to be? Yeah. Which Slippery I, I really understand, that. but I mean, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You can leave the game. You can opt out. Or you can opt in. So, I'm Stan. Sorry if I'm blasé again. Five hours of sleep. (laughs) On June 23rd, we have the announcement that City of Heroes is going to Comic-Con. July 23rd to July 27th. Mm -hmm. Members of City of Heroes team will be at Comic-Con to share in the fun. Cool. Stop by NCSoft booth number 5209 to meet up with Lighthouse, Ex Libris, and Blue Steel from the City of Heroes and City of Villains team. I really wish we could go. Yeah. I really, really do. Be sure to ask for your Pocket D VIP pass to gain access to the Pocket D Jubilee event scheduled for Saturday, July 26th. The VIP pass will also unlock a special in-game item that was selected for this show only. Oh, nice. 
want. Baby, can we fly <laughs> to California so I can get the special in-game item? No. Hmm. Sorry. The first 1,000 people with valid ID will receive a free drink ticket. Now can we go? <laughs> <laughs> Still not going to offset the plane ticket. One ticket per person must be 21 or older. City of Heroes presents Pocket D Jubilee Comic Con 2008, Wednesday, Saturday, July 26, from 8 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Very cool. You do not have to be a City of Heroes subscriber to attend our event. Stop by the booth and ask for a VIP pass. This event is open to all Comic Con attendees and City of Heroes subscribers that are 21 and older and have a valid ID and have picked up a pass from the NCSoft booth. Then we have, on June 24th, we have Patch Notes. <gasps> My favorite! <laughs> <laughs> we had someone comment that Patch Notes weren't their favorite. But we're, yeah. It, we're going to read Patch Notes on the live server patches. Yeah. There was there has been a pretty overwhelming majority that says they don't have time to read Patch Notes. They really appreciate that we're yeah. doing it, so... Even if they glaze over for part right. of it, they appreciate not having to read the patch notes. And so we've had so. one person say, please don't read them. And we appreciate that, but yeah. we're, we're going to keep doing them. it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not that we're disregarding you because we don't care what you think. It's just that, you know, we've got, like we said, overwhelming number of people mm-hmm. that want it. So majority rules. <laughs> <laughs> so it was on June 24th that the patch went up for the combined notes. We have powers. Circle of Thorns Behemoth Invincibility toned down slightly. Mm-hmm. It now provides roughly 8% defense per target. Corrected animation time issues with Drain Psyche and Energy Absorption. Fixed a minor delay for the hit effects damage on Martial Arts Crippling Axe Kick. Willpower Rise to the Challenge will now root the player while activating. This was done to ensure it follows the same rules as other Taco Powers. The animation used by Spine Burst and Thorn Burst will no longer prevent the next attack animation from playing. Mm. For user commands, added slash sync command, which attempts to get the client and server back in sync when the client allows movement, but it isn't reflected on the server. Mm-hmm. When out of sync, the player will be able to move around, but cannot see other players or NPCs, and other players cannot see them. The irony with that bug is now that they've put in the switch so that you can correct yourself without having to zone out or whatever, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened to me. I know. <laughs> so, I, and that's the best of both worlds. If they both fixed the bug and, and a have a solution that isn't needed, maybe it'll be needed in the future. It's already there. Well, and I know that the flight while zoning bug oh, yeah. <laughs> has lessened. It's not every time now. Twitchy, twitchy bug. Yeah, it's not every time now. Somehow that's lessened. It hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. Or at least it hadn't as of the last time I played on someone that had flight because I've been playing lobbies. Which is totally benign and kind of funny. So if you guys yeah. don't know, if you have a flight power, every time you zone into a mission or on a train portal or portal, make sure you're flying when you do it. And when you get to the other side, sometimes you have this really funky twitch going on. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's almost like, remember that old Wing Chung, Wing Chung video? Oh, yeah. Everybody have fun oh, tonight? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that kind of back and forth spasm. Yeah. And, and so all you do is just land or, yeah. you know, fly forwards and it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's that's, really harmless. I hate it because, I mean, I hate it when it happens because that song starts going through my head <laughs> every time. And that's bad enough. Yeah. That's bad, man. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> and again, they may have for the last four, four or five times that I've played... They've been on characters that don't have fly, so I haven't been able to test it. Uh-huh. For City of Heroes, 
powers for blasters. Blasters Defiance found a bug in the formula used for calculating Blaster Defiance buffs. The following powers have been altered as listed. Fistful of Arrows, slightly weaker. Rain of Arrows, slightly stronger. Zap, slightly stronger. Power Burst, stronger. Bitter Freeze Ray, slightly stronger. <laughs> Shout, stronger. City of Villains powers. The Corruptor Electric Blast Voltaic Sentinel. Corruptor version of Voltaic Sentinel now benefits from enhancements. <laughs> well, That's a good improvement. <laughs> yeah, so those that set you spent $65 million on. Wow. <laughs> now you'll it'll do something. Wow. <laughs> For Dominators, Electric Assault, Thunderstrike. This power should no longer accept endurance modification sets. For Stalkers, fixed stealth suppression from assassination attacks. And at the tailor, for weapon customization, the Rularoo bow should now be obtainable by villains. The what? Rularoo. <laughs> Wait, how did he say it? Rularoo Oh, sorry. Bow. That was really loud, Chooch. <laughs> On June 27th, as we know, the global chat was down. Mm -hmm. It was shocking and horrifying. Not only were those global chat channels gone but the friends lists were gone yeah that was horrifying because it's like you're always afraid what if they can't get my friends back right. <laughs> but they did get it back up and functioning later that day on july 1st lighthouse announces win a new car in the matrix machinima contest <laughs> i thought it was funny that there was a contest that said machinima after we did that thing and you kept having that was to say pretty funny machinima yep <laughs> On behalf of Toyota and GameTrailers.com, we are proud to present the Matrix Machinima Contest. Get in touch with your dark side. Make a Machinima video with City of Heroes, City of Villains, and have the chance to win the grand prize of a 2009 model year Toyota Matrix S filled with good stuff. Mm. Act now. Submissions can only be updated to the GameTrailers.com from July 1st through August 10th. Winners will be announced on Spike's GTTV on September 12th. Ooh. And then there's a link to the contest details and rules. So get your minions, sidekicks, and henchmen ready. Load up on hard drive space and make a... Machinima. Masterpiece. <laughs> to discuss the announcement. And then there's a link to a discussion thread on multimedia form. Very cool. PayPal payment option now available. On July 1st, we are told that we now... We, meaning from the Play and See website, we now accept PayPal as a payment option for all digital code purchases made through the Play and See store, not for subscriptions or NC coin. Hmm. At this time, PayPal is only available for U.S. dollar purchases, though on Wednesday, support for euros and British pounds will be added. The PayPal payment option will show up beneath the credit card payment option and will require you to log into your PayPal account to complete the transaction. Cool. If you have any questions about this new payment option, please visit the Support Center for help. Always nice when there's new options, more flexibility. Now on July 3rd, we are told by Lighthouse, in-game store and account services unavailable. Mm. Our engineering team is currently working to resolve an issue that affects the purchase of in-game items via the in-game store found at Character Select. At this time, you cannot purchase optional additional character slots, character renames, or character transfers. Also, any optional additional character slots you have not applied 
will not be available for you to add to your account. Mm -hmm. Those obtained but not used will become available again when the device services are restored. That's good. We do yeah. not have an estimate as to when these services will be restored, but we are working to bring them back online as quickly as possible. Our apologies for any inconvenience in advance. Thanks for your understanding and patience. And I did read somewhere. Mm -hmm. Did I read this last week that they are, there's a, a period where some of them are available, some of the gifted optional character slots, but they'll let us know when that option is hmm. running out so that you can use them before then. I think that I've applied. That sounds somewhat familiar. Yeah, I, maybe I dreamt it and told you <laughs> Those in-game purchases, it was so difficult to use. There were so yeah. many problems that it's not a surprise they took it down. Just, Hopefully they're really doing yeah, a good fix. Have it all it. worked out. Yeah. And then we also have on July 3rd, <laughs> we have a new fanzine spotlighting fan art, stories, and more. We're pleased to announce the latest edition of the City of Heroes fanzine. Mm -hmm. This issue of the fanzine features Day in the Life by Bill Diesel. This story brings new meaning to the words bad pickup group. <laughs> <laughs> Echoes of Heroism by Nathan Hawk. Do memories really make the man? The Origin of Stagmalite by Funny Halo. The tragic transformation of a brilliant professor into the freak accident now known as Stagmalite. A City's Hero by John Solyak. Sorry if I mispronounced that. A comic where Paragon City welcomes a new edition. And fan art by Bruno Oriemo, Sabrina O'Donnell, Todd, Paula Henrique Almeida, Sosantos, and VR. Professional interior art by Dave Hammond. Color by Eric Morak. And an outstanding professional cover by Douglas Schuler. Okay. And that's it for the news. We're going to play a quick promo. <laughs> and then we're going to come back to part two of the invention origin enhancement discussion. <laughs> Welcome to part two of the I.O. Enhancement discussion. This builds on the first discussion of Invention Origin Enhancements from episode 26. If you're new to I.O.s, you might want to go listen to that episode and then come back to this. I.O. Enhancement recipes drop at different rates that reflect how powerful they are. The types are common. These are not sets, but are the traditional enhancement types. Accuracy, defense, damage, that sort of thing. They don't have special names and don't have special properties if combined. So they're just regular I.O. enhancements. The uncommon are the proper sets that give special bonuses when slotted together on a single power. There are currently about 60 uncommon I.O. sets. Incidentally, wing costume pieces are also uncommon recipe drops. Rare drops... There are about 60 rare sets, similar to the uncommon sets, but more powerful and thus drop less frequently. Mm -hmm. And then very rare. Very rare I.O. sets are the big boys, the purples. The purples. These are I.O. sets that only drop as level 50 recipes. 
They provide stronger enhancement bonuses and stronger set bonuses than normal. Also, their set bonuses are available at all levels, even when exemplaring, unlike other sets. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. To balance these strengths, very rare IOs can only be slotted by level 50 characters. So even though it's a level 50 drop, if you're 47, you still can't slot it. Hmm. There are only 10 of them, and they are all unique. If an enhancement is unique, only one of that enhancement can be slotted per character, not one per power, like mm. the rest of the rare IOs. Gotcha. A character may slot any number of different unique enhancements, except for these plus stealth enhancements. Only one plus stealth enhancement is allowed, regardless of movement type, for your entire character. As stated, all ten very rare enhancements are unique, and there are currently an additional 14 uniques. So some examples of IO sets. A lower level, smaller set is Karma, which is a favorite of one of our friends. Mm -hmm. Karma is a defensive set that includes three enhancements, defense slash endurance, defense slash recharge, and knockback protection. Slotting two, in addition to what their stated benefits are, you get a 1.5% debt protection, meaning any debt incurred is lessened by 1.5%, and slotting all three of them increases your maximum health by 1.5%. Now here's the thing about sets. All sets, well, I'll say most sets, are pretty expensive. Mm, the good ones, yeah. Yeah. So this Karma set, which is, you know, only three enhancements, will run you about 27 million influence at Wentworths. Mm, for the built enhancements or the items to build them? The, I'll get to that in a minute. Oh. <laughs> so the first one, the in, in defense slash endurance, is about goes for about one to two million. The defense slash recharge goes for about a million. For some reason, the knockback protection goes for twenty five million, mm -hmm. all on its own. And I have found when I started searching through a bunch of the different sets, it tended to be how it went. Yeah. Most of them were in, in a certain range. They were pretty close to each other. And there was always one that was just through the roof. Right. Example of a higher level full six set is Luck of the Gambler, which is another defensive set. With two enhancements, it improves your regeneration by 10%. Pretty cool. With three slotted, it increases your maximum health by 1.13%. Mm -hmm. With four enhancements, it improves the accuracy of all powers by 9%. Which is very nice. Yeah. With five, it uh, reduces the duration of hold effects on you by 2.75%. Mm -hmm. And with all six, it increases psionic resistance by 3.13%. Very cool. A complete set of Luck of the Gambler goes for about $100 Mm-hmm. From Wentworths. Most of the enhancements go for between one and six million. However, the defense slash recharge speed goes for fifty million all on its own. Yeah. Example of a purple set. Can I ask what levels those are? Those um I looked those up at like I think they were like thirty five. Okay. I was trying to see like what the average range people would be mm -hmm. to slot them. Actually, I'm sorry, it may have, it may have been forty. I think it was forty. So thirty five or forty. Mm-hmm. So example of a purple set, of course, level 50, mm -hmm. is Apocalypse, which is a full six slot ranged damage set. They consist of damage, which is a superior damage, unique, goes for 33 to 70 million mm. for one. Damage slash recharge, 50 million. Damage slash recharge slash accuracy, which is, you know, just one of them. 
goes for 40 to 50 million. Recharge slash accuracy goes for 31 to 65 million. Damage slash accuracy goes for 35 to 45 million. And there's a uh, proc, chance for negative energy damage proc, goes for about 35 million. The following set bonuses apply when slotting more than one of these enhancements into a single power. When you have two of them slotted, it improves your regen by 16%. Wow. Three slotted increases maximum health by 3%. Hmm. Four slotted improves the damage of all powers by 4%. Five slotted improves the recharge rate of all powers by 10%. Ooh. And with all six slotted, it increases psionic defense by 5%. Nice. And like I stated, those are uniques, and they apply even when you're exemplared. So the full set will run you about 280 million influence yes. from Wentworths. <laughs> and here's the thing about the uh, recipe versus pre-built. All those prices were pre-built. Mm -hmm. So you just buy them at Wentworths if they're available because it yeah. takes a long time to actually get them, even at those prices. Even at the higher end prices, they're just not available. Right. Because they're, you know, they're ultra rare. So to build one... Some people may opt to buy recipes and build their own, or maybe they got a recipe drop and they either wait around until they get the salvage or buy the salvage. Sadly, unless you already have the salvage, there really isn't much of a savings. Hmm. To build one of the six enhancements for ap Apocalypse, for instance, the recipe will run you between 20 to 40 million. It'll cost you about six million in salvage and influence to to build it. Hmm. So, for instance, uh, uh, one of them, I think it was, it might have been the negative energy. I don't remember which one I looked at, but so it took one Hamadon goo salvage, which goes for about a million. It took one platinum, which goes for about three million. It took a prophecy, which goes for one and a half million, and then a few other components that went for you know between fifteen hundred or twenty five thousand apiece, and an additional six hundred thousand. Just cash. Just to build it. Just to build it. And that's to build one. Right. So it adds up. It is a savings, but unless you have one of the significant components already, unless you got the recipe as a drop, mm -hmm. you're really not saving anything. And so those were prices that you were getting from the auction house when you did your research. Obviously, mm -hmm. the values of things fluctuate. Absolutely. So the mm -hmm. prices, I mean, he's not, they're not hard and fast values that he's giving you now right. for what these things cost these are what his survey at the time that he did the research right. was you could find better prices mm -hmm. you could find worse prices it's just a matter of what the market's doing and it is set by set yes this is for you know a purple very Apocalypse. popular set mm -hmm. um yeah so a less popular set you can get the recipes dirt cheap and you can build it dirt cheap when mm -hmm. buying the pre-built might be a little more but Typically, I found the prices to be pretty in line, whether it was a recipe or pre-built. Well, I know for the regular, like the invention ones, like mm -hmm. the invention, accuracy, invention, damage, mm -hmm. they're usually cheaper to buy right. than to craft. Mm -hmm. And I, it's hard. It's kind of, to me, it's like um, 75, 25 on the other, the special enhancements. What, mm -hmm. what did you call the ones above the invention origins? Were, Sorry. What were those tiers called again, honey? There's common. Common is the regular ones. Like the, the one I just talked about? Right. And then uncommon are the... So the uncommon, to me, it seems like it's about a 75 or 25% split where mm -hmm. buying them pre-crafted is cheaper. Every once in a while, you'll find a really good deal on something and to craft it yourself is cheaper mm -hmm. 
for the uncommon, but usually, again, for in my experience, mm -hmm. it's cheaper to buy them pre-built. Yeah. So I'm not really surprised that there's not a big savings on the pre-built. I'm sorry, the build your own on the extremely rare Uber yeah. ones. It's something else that people wanted to hear about Frankenslotting. Right. Maybe it's something that Rularu do. Rularu. <laughs> As stated in part one, you can only slot one enhancement from a set into each power. For instance, if you slotted an accuracy slash damage enhancement from the Maelstrom Fury set, but you wanted even better accuracy and damage, you could not slot a second Maelstrom Fury accuracy damage, because you already have one in that power. However, you can slot an accuracy damage from the Entropic Chaos set, and one from the Ruin set. So at level 35, this combination would give you about the same boost to accuracy damage that you'd get from six slotting standard IOs hmm. in only three slots. Wow. And of course, you aren't going to get those perks that stacking multiple pieces of a set give you, but for the money savings, it's a pretty compelling strategy. Cool. Thus endeths the set discussion. Unless people have other specific things they want to know about. There are so many sets, like I said, you know, there's 60 different uncommon sets. Right. And I'm afraid and, people were expecting specific information about each set, which, yeah. well, that's just a lot. Yeah, there's 60 different uncommon sets. There's another 60 rare sets. There's another 24 very rare sets or 10 very rares and then another 14 unique. So it's just impossible to go through every that's one right. people were going to hear about. It'd be pretty boring. However... I have some links that well, give yeah. excellent information about it. There's a really good section at Paragon Wiki. Yeah, as always. And there's a really good section at uh, Red Tomax that has invention-specific information. And so they've got, they make it really easy to look at what do I want to improve? If I really want to improve my defense, mm -hmm. then you go to the defense section, and then it shows you all the sets with right. all the benefits you're going to get from them right. in a really clear chart. Mm -hmm. And that's really the way to plan them out. And also Sucker Punch is a great, I don't know about meds. I know that they've done a lot with meds, but I didn't mm -hmm. check that out. Sucker Punch is online, and you can go through, and it'll show you the invention origin sets that are available for the different power sets that so you're Sucker Punch Hero Builder. Yes. Or that. Hero CH Planner. Yeah. Part of the Titan Network. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you, Chooch. You're welcome. And from the forums, we did have something that I kind of wanted to mention here and mm -hmm. see what you thought and what the listeners think. Okay. We had a post by Charlene. Hey, Charlene. Hey, yeah. Uh... I was thinking as I worked on my main Toons bio that it would be so cool to have y'all read Toon bios that you liked and are imaginative on the show. Mm -hmm. I love to sit in the peach pit sometimes and read them. Mm -hmm. Wordsmith had a response that I think was a really, um, probably a good solution to, you know, our lack of time and being able to go through and, and do all that, mm -hmm. is that maybe people could call into the voicemail and read their own bios. Mm. There would have to be a time limit, like a minute. And it would be up to Chooch and Viv to use them or not. Okay. So I'm curious to see what people think. Would you be interested? I think the way to do it would be to have people call in and do their own. Right. I love... Or record it and send it as an MP3, right. which is always great. And most people don't have that kind of recording equipment. So yeah. most of them would be phones. So just make sure mm -hmm. it's a landline. Make sure it's a clear line. But just in general, what do you guys think of that? Is that something that you'd like to hear? So call in and let us know. Let us know, yeah. Yeah, the number's 206-203-1661.
this. Now hear this. This is the author speaking. All hands report to download stations. All hands report to download stations. This is not a drill. Double Share, A Trader's Tale from the Golden Age of the Solar Clipper is now available on iTunes and Podiobooks.com as a free audio download. When he graduates from the academy at Port Newmar, Ishmael Horatio Huang reports for duty in his first assignment as an officer. When he gets to his new ship, he finds things are not exactly the way he learned in school. Join third mate Ishmael Huang and the crew of the William Tinker as they discover new meanings in the phrase deep dark. All hands report to download stations to get double share by Nathan Lowell from iTunes or Podiobooks.com today. That is all. So then we'll go into comments. All right. We actually have a couple voicemails. Cool. Play real fast. Yes, please. And here's the first one. Phil on here. Stay out of my brain, or at least help me remember where I left my keys. (laughs) (laughs) Help you remember where you left the keys. You know, there's this thing they sell, as shown on TV, where you put this little key fob thing, and then when you lose your keys, you press a button, and they start beeping and let you know, because... Yeah, I can never find my keys, so you're pretty screwed. No, 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 no. No? They're in his right jacket pocket. Oh. Yeah, her answer's much better. (laughs) (laughs) And might I suggest you invest in a handy-dandy key hook at the door? Because that's the only Mm. way Chooch doesn't lose his keys. (laughs) This is true. This is true. I have been trained to the hook. But first... (laughs) That sounds so wrong. (laughs) But first, check your right jacket pocket. (laughs) Mm. Number two. Hey, Chooch and Viv, this is Urinator. I'm a longtime City of Heroes veteran, and I just started listening to your podcast. I've been going through your previous episodes, and I just finished listening to episode 16. I just want to say, if you guys ever want to play another game of Dungeons and Dragons and learn to sling some dice again, you just name the time and the place. I regularly run a third edition D&D campaign, and I'd be more than happy to reintroduce you guys to the game. Although I'm not too sure how you'd feel about gaming under a DM who's 15 to 30 years younger than you. Anyway, you guys keep up with the good work with the podcast. I'm looking forward to the nice surprise I might get if this message filters its way into the podcast proper once I get into the new episode and finish listening to all your guys' good old stuff. You take care. Snap. 15 to 30. That's quite a range there, youngin. (laughs) Whippersnapper. Wow, I feel like I've just been served. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see, name the time and place. Um, Let's see. I've always wanted to go to Alaska. Yeah. (laughs) Whippersnapper. Very kind offer, sir. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah, we'll get get back to you on the time and place. (laughs) (laughs) We actually had another voicemail. Somebody had asked for a buddy code. A trial code. Right. To try out the game because he's been, hasn't played and been listening and wanted to try it out. He was pretty emphatic too. It was a little tough to make out. I think I got the email address right and I sent it. Yeah. So hopefully you got it. (laughs) If you didn't get it, then send an email to cohpodcast at gmail.com and that'll be easier for me to get the, the address right. Right. And for anybody else who wants a trial code, if you don't, if you aren't currently playing, 
you want a code. It's a 14-day free trial. You do the. We'll send you a code if you send us your email address, and then you download the game client from NCSoft. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's it's right. multiple gigabytes. Right. So unless you have a really really fast connection, it's going to take an hour, you know, a couple hours to download it, and you can try the game for 14 days. Yeah, just let it run overnight. And we've said in some of our previous news, there are some limitations. You can't do the in-game email, and you can only level up to a certain point, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But it still gives you a great taste for the game. Right. And, and it's not like we're not getting anything from that. No. Because if you end up buying it, then we get a month of game Oh, that's right. Free. That's right. So, I forgot about that. Full disclosure, it's not like we're handing out free stuff. It, it benefits us, but yeah, if you it do, gives you a chance to play the game for free. If you do decide to register and buy your own copy, then we do get a free month. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I forgot that part. Uh, yeah, I do the checkbook. I didn't forget that part. <laughs> Funny that. So that's it for voicemails. How about some comments? We has comments on June 20th in response to episode 26, Invention, Origin, Enhancements, Part 1. Word Smythe says, Griddens. G-R-I-T-T-I-N-S. Griddens. <laughs> <laughs> Word Smythe here. I'm a new listener and a 48-month veteran of COH. Missed the beta by that much. <laughs> However, due to my extremely casual gameplay, my highest tune is only level 34. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast and I'm having lots of I gotta try that moments while I'm listening. Mm. For instance, on Viv's suggestion, I'm going to check out the Croatoa Task Force. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah, You'll have fun with that. I solo most of the time but enjoy a good pug once in a while. I'm going to try to make the listener meetup on the 28th, but because I'm in Japan, I'll need to be up at 3 a.m. Sunday morning. I primarily run on Virtue, but I went on Guardian and created a psychic mental blaster for the occasion. And Viv, I was able to get him to level 5 in a little more than an hour. I hope I crawl out of bed in time to meet y'all. Word smite. <laughs> P.S. Who dared to call you while recording episode 25? I swear I heard your phone ring in the background at least twice. <laughs> Yeah, it happens now and then. <laughs> yeah. And that was probably something going on with Artie's health. So, yeah, yeah we had to keep the phones. <laughs> Normally, we keep the phones away and out of the recording area. But with all that going on, we kind of had the phones a little closer to the mics than we usually do. I was very happy the wordsmith did make it to the meetup. I know. And uh, that was awesome. Yeah. And I totally forgot about the time zone thing. I forgot he was up at three in the morning. That's yeah. Really cool. That was rough. And then... Also, on June 21st, another response from Wordsmith to episode 26. Hey, again, I was just listening to the end of episode 26. Stupid iTunes. (laughs) And you mentioned a flash animation for the Paragon University Archaeology Department. What was the link? Which I went back to episode 26, and I modified the post, and I added the link. Nice. We have a comment from Lemonatra to episode 26. I can't wait till you post the next episode. I always log on hoping to have another podcast from y'all. You guys totally rock and make it fun to listen to the news about the game. I started listening with Hero One and have not stopped. Keep up the amazing job. I give you 10 stars. (laughs) Awesome. From Skyrocket, a comment on episode 27, news and feedback. Oh, I hope they fix the skirt problem soon. Skyrocket's skirt pattern is now on the front instead of the side. It's <sighs> yellow and she looks like she peed herself. <laughs> oh, poor Skyrocket. Yuck. <laughs> I actually had a costume problem like that on one of my girls. 
it was the blend and I had it set one way and I realized after I was running around for a while mm-hmm. that the way that I had it set, the blend, it was yellow with white mm-hmm. and the yellow was in an unfortunate space. <laughs> so I had to go back to the tailor. Yeah, I feel your pain there. And from Troy, insert whimsical quotation here, Hickman. <laughs> Comment to episode 27. Yes, truly it was the greatest broadcast since Orson Welles convinced us all that uh, enhancement diversification was a good idea <laughs> or something. History is not my forte. Great job on the veritable cornucopia of topics this time, gang. You were both on your game and in great voice. Though, to be honest, I didn't realize Chooch was saying... Machinima. Until I actually read the word later. So it <laughs> sounded all the world like he was saying much enema. And that's, well, you know, different. <laughs> hey, am I the only one who wants them to make the portable workbench more easily available? At least as a vet reward or TF completion deal or something. I'm not much of a badge getter. And man, do I hate making my way to university to craft something. Mm. Besides, I have to spend all week teaching at a college. Who the heck wants to venture back on campus when I'm in Paragon City? <laughs> I hadn't considered the pronunciation of Rularoo before, but it's a good point that it should be growled. Otherwise, it sounds like you're talking about the king of kangaroos, the Rularoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. I read that before, but I didn't get it until I read it out loud. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. No, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, thanks much for again plugging Twilight Guardian. You truly are las únicas personas que nunca me Look, I'm not that good in Spanish yet. Which loosely translates to the only people who have never called me Gator Face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make sure we correct that in the yeah, future. I think so. And thanks again for the great cast. I joke around a lot, but I mean this sincerely. You two make Sonny and Cher look like Adolf Hitler and Ava Braun. Guten Abend. <laughs> Liebling. <laughs> Apparently German's not my forte either. <laughs> You're a hoot, Troy. Fantastic Foe says in response to episode 27, can't wait to check out the podcast for tomorrow's commute. Troy, if I may call you Troy. Mr. Hickman, sir, <laughs> you are not the only one wishing the portable crafting station was more easily accessible. One of my characters has it, and it took so long and cost so much time and influence, I'm not likely to repeat it. Before the issue came out with craftable inventions, I had read up that there would be craftable temp powers and a means to earn the ability to craft in the field. I had imagined that this was done as a step further towards character customization, where you could virtually add a new power to your repertoire by getting a mess of recipes for the power, a mess of salvage to craft it, and earn the portable crafting station so when the power runs out, you could take a moment to recraft it. Sadly, the menu of temp powers is pretty small and unexciting, but my scrappers are all packing pistols. I just need to head back to the aggro bat cave to reload. Pat, a.k.a. (laughs) Fantastic Foe. (laughs) Well, you can craft stuff in your base if you have, if you place that item, right? The invention workshop table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, Troy doesn't have to go back to the university. He could go into a base if he's a member of one that has that placed. And if he has the base teleport vet reward, it's almost like having a portable. Yeah, not really. No. And it doesn't. <laughs> and the thing to remember is that it, he doesn't have to be a member of an SG that has that. He just has to be in coalition with mm-hmm. an SG that has it. Right. Because the invention storage vault and the mm-hmm. invention work table 
that are in bases mm -hmm. are available for use by anybody that can get in that base. Yeah. Which is unique because most other storage devices cannot use across a coalition. Right. But since they're tied to person and not item, mm -hmm. then any you can go into any SG in your coalition and use them. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. And then Chuchi replied saying, you probably already saw since this is a comment on that episode, but I added the PUAD flash animation to the notes. Sorry, I totally forgot to add it when I posted the episode. Which was nice of you to say, because I probably am the one that forgot to put it in the show notes. <laughs> so thanks for covering for me. Mm-hmm, anytime. And then I just broadcast it. <laughs> Next, we have another comment from Lemonatra in episode 27 response. I love your podcast. I must have given the message too late to be read in this episode, and it made me sad. I really appreciate how you all give the info in a fun way that makes it worthwhile. I always listen while I play. Can't wait till the listener meet up. <laughs> Thank you. And immediately followed with by also Lemonatra. Oh, P.S. I agree with Troy. We need more podcasts. Once a week is not enough. <laughs> yeah, and so we Sometimes immediately... once a week would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You're wishing for those days again, aren't you? <laughs> and that's really sweet of you to say. We're sorry that we kind of didn't get one out last weekend but yeah. you know you guys understand why <laughs> and again thanks for coming to the meetup yeah that was cool meeting you very cool and i got a nice personal message from lemonatra for rd oh so that yeah. was really sweet i took that in for mm -hmm. him on my well wishes from people you don't know <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that in response to episode 27 charlene says squee <laughs> great cast Wonderful cast as always. Great job, you two. And hugs to each. Sounds like you will be getting out the candles and rose petals for some one-on-one -on -one snuggle time as well and major COH time. <laughs> That's because the boys were going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Loved the Viper plug, by the way. And great idea with sending people to MySpace to get the full glory of Touch of Pain. Mm -hmm. One minor correction, though, is that the email has changed ah. to vipercommand at verizon.net. Cool. So send any information or questions that you have to vipercommand at verizon.net. From Frost's Bite, in reply to episode 27 news and feedback, ouch, restraining order, that hurts, smiley <laughs> face. <laughs> Just kidding. Great podcast, you two. I am too lazy to read through all the patch notes these days, so having you read them for me is a treat. Another smiley face. <laughs> Thanks so much for talking about the cool weapons. Since I listened to this cast, I've gotten the Rularoo, Roman, and Richty swords on my broadsword dark armor scrapper. Oh, wow. <laughs> he is uber sexy now. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the Talsorian blade is 100 Vanguard merits. It feels like it's taking forever to get them. Yeah, you need to get mm -hmm. on a Richty invasion. I think I responded Not invasion, to that too, but yeah. A raid. A, a Richty mm -hmm. mothership raid. Yeah. Because that's what our friend, our scrapper, was dying to get the Talsorian blade and was creeping along, earning the merits. Mm -hmm. And then we went on a mothership raid and it was then, like, bing, 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 like bing, bing. the first 20 minutes. Yeah. She's like, oh, and she runs off and buys it, comes <laughs> back. And within the next hour, I got plenty. I could go buy another I one. Know. In her defense, <laughs> she wiped and was resin. Oh, yeah back there no i don't she mean didn't she leave. didn't run away i mean she just took a moment after she rezzed <laughs> yes <laughs> and you will wipe there They're, well yeah oh yeah, yeah. even oh, yeah. on the very best raids that we've been on the mothership raids we've mm -hmm. wiped that's not why you're there you're not there i mean you do good amazing xp mm -hmm. you really do you get great drops you get great xp you work off the debt really fast but you will wipe yeah. 
and but you will get mounds and mounds of vanguard vanguard merits yeah and don't forget to get the exploration badge once the shields are down there's one on top <laughs> of the ship so yeah mm. and that was all frostbite really glad that that was useful information for you frostbite yeah and no no restraining order <laughs> <laughs> and then you did reply if you see somebody putting together a rigdy war zone raid then you'll get those merits in no time not at first but once everybody gets to the ship People seem to run them most weekends. And then a comment from Nail Bunny. Sub <laughs> Nail. In reply to episode 27, we don't hear from you enough, Nail Bunny. <laughs> uh, iTunes Monkey Strikes Again. Stupid monkey cutting Aww. the podcast in half. Jerk face. <laughs> you guys should burn some sacrificial bananas before submitting the podcast to iTunes. Because I feel evil primate power growing. <laughs> Smiley. Shack. Smoke banana peel before podcasting. Got it. <laughs> Wait, no? No. I'm doing that wrong. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Fail. Oh, my god. friend gosh. in high school actually smoked a banana peel just because it's like a joke. Anyways, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, thank you. It didn't Let's, help. No. <laughs> and then for episode 27, comment from Ward Smythe. Wonderful podcast so far. I was attacked by the vicious iTunes monkey as well, or mm. Podkong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm re-downloading it now. Nice to see I'm not the only one with this monkey on my back. Viv, my longest running tune, Sorcerer, has 38 free tailor sessions. Mm. Nine from vet badges and 29 from various free tokens. Wow. I've only ever changed his primary costume once, and his secondary costume had a few modifications. But all in all, I'm very satisfied with his current costumes. If only we could transfer free tailor sessions between tunes or give them to friends as gifts. Mm. You too rocketh, and it's spelled funny. E-W-E. <laughs> you. <laughs> right on. Right on. W-R-I-T-E. On. Get it? Oh, I get it. Yeah. From <laughs> Wordsmith. Thank you, Wordsmith. Yeah, I feel the same way. I've got some that didn't have many costume slots yet. and. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling I'm going to wish that I had more on them. But with the money that you're saving on your other characters for Taylor sessions, yeah, true. pass it along to your little baby tunes. <laughs> and also from Wordsmythe, as soon as I heard that broadsword scrappers could change their weapons, I went online, gave my broadsword region scrapper a longsword. Thanks. Right on. From Very Wordsmith. Nice. <laughs> Got to use one of those costume tokens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Oh, my knuckles hurt. And Fantastic Foe in episode 27 response says... Machinima. No. Rularu. No. <laughs> Rularu. Rula Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then from A apostrophe A. Pronounce that chooch. Ah. <laughs> hey, guys. I love the podcast, but I would respectfully ask that you not read all the release notes. Just the headlines or funny stuff. I mean, it's there on the web for us to read. Alternately, you could put in chapter bookmarks on your AAC file so I can skip that and form post-dramatizations. Um, sorry, we're going to keep reading the release notes. Please see previous Statement. comments. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's not that we're disregarding. It's just that, you know, I mean, heck, we just had one a few posts mm -hmm. earlier that were saying that. And I do read these in date order, so I didn't shuffle them around to make that happen. Since I don't want to be just critical, I really like the guides you usually have. Cool. Even the short accolade description was helpful. 
I'll be getting the Freedom Phalanx Reserve Accolade as soon as I can fire up the third-party add-on. Or, I mean... I would if I was the kind of person who did that. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> if only we were those kind of people. Yeah. Well, to stop a second in Chooch's techie corner. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll make it short. Okay, go ahead. We actually do not use AAC files, so right. we cannot do bookmarks. Right. We do record an MP3 so that it's the most universal and the most compatible with different players right. since of course you don't actually need an ipod to listen to podcasts you can listen on zoom you can listen on a sansa whatever you got you burn it to cd yeah right so and we have thought about doing an enhanced feed a separate enhanced feed right so that that would be released as aac it could have extended show notes it could have bookmarks it could have all that stuff however time suckage because of other projects, I mean, you know, this one's been so late. We've just really been spreading ourselves thin. And to do that kind of production, we would have to go to a bi-weekly show. Yeah. And we we really want to keep it weekly. Yeah. And so, sorry, but we're going to have to keep on the way we've been. Yeah. I mean, we do have jobs. We have kids. I have school. I'm going to be going back to work soon. As much as I wish that we could put more time into this, mm-hmm. we're already up against the wall very frequently yeah. putting off other stuff to do it so and i'm sure other people feel the same and i wish we could but mm-hmm. we just don't have the time right. sorry yeah really sorry but you know we're doing the best we can here and then fantastic foe in response to episode 27 i would ask you to continue reading the release notes since you already edit them <laughs> somewhat to make them not as long i enjoy your reaction to even mundane changes and there's always a hmm. chance for crazy pronunciations <laughs> thank you pat wow now that i think he did in response to the one that i just read oh yeah yeah those were as a thread yeah and from nod also in response to episode 27 a good cast but you two definitely took a few rides on the tangent train this time (laughs) huh was that the one where, where you went off on the ipod or the iphone tangent i wouldn't be surprised yeah i think i know there was at least the iphone tangent good who who knows what other ones were in there too also in response to episode 27 from mojave good cast as always one thing i would add to future accolade spotlights is what is the appropriate level to try and get them Mm -hmm. for example several of the requisite badges are in hazard zones so there is a minimum requirement Specific to the Freedom Phalanx, you can't really find Fake Nemesis until level 40, so unless you go to special effort to sidekick, Mm -hmm. it's really tough to do it before then. That's really hard to do. It's really hard to determine a good level range to go and get them. I would... I don't... I don't even know if I could decide a good level range. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, I mean... It's a good point that we could at least look at the hazard zones involved and we can come up with a minimum. Well... Like for the Atlas Medallion, the toughest part of the Atlas Medallion is getting the Slayer and Silver Bullet badges, mm-hmm. which you get from running council missions, which you can get early on in the game. Well, so you don't even early say, is a relative term because you don't really get to Striga till you're in your twenties. You don't have to be in Striga to run council missions, though. You can get council missions some of the first missions out of the gate. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. It's hard to mm-hmm. say what the level range is i really think that it's more a matter of when are you willing to go and take down these different groups Mm -hmm. so obviously level 20 
would be ideal because then you get a ton of council missions. Mm -hmm. You can go and do the Moonfire Task Force to also get those two badges. You can go into the different areas and just street hunt them in Striga. But I don't think that there's really, you know, because you can get side, you can, as a level one, you can go into Peregrine Island mm -hmm. and you can get the fake nemesis badge. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to nail down what the prime level range is. I mean, we can try for future ones. I feel a new main feature coming on. Do you? Well, when we were putting together a group of friends that were going to meet weekly and level up, you did a really cool kind of map to oh, map did, out I? when to run the various TFs for the best um, XP, XP benefits, as well as when to get the accolades. Yeah, that's kind of true. So we could do a main feature that has a kind of... You know what, though? Even when I did that, player. it wasn't for the accolades. It was for the badge missions. Like the Spelunker mission you get mm -hmm. during these five levels offered to you. You get, you know, the Gordon right. Stacy badges, arcs, and stuff I'm like that. I'm saying maybe for a main feature one episode, Just read you could that. read through your map. I'll have to take a look at that. I mean, it's out of date. It was before, probably even before Rick D. Warzone was open, but I'll definitely take a look at it. It's a good idea. From Fantastic Foe. And again, another response to episode 27, time to shamelessly brag. My fake nemesis tune, Golden Age Nemesis, got the unveiler badge at level five. <laughs> See? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. to unlock the nemesis rifle. I went to PI and apologized for the Silver Age Nemesis sending all the fakes around. <laughs> <laughs> Organized an eight-man team of level bigs who also wanted the badge, and boom, boom, boom. Nothing is cooler than sniping with the Nem musket. <laughs> that would Very be cool. cool. See? <laughs> and then Mojave says, level five. That's awesome. I thought I was cheating getting it and Portal Jockey at 25. Wow. I found that having a friend with a high level tune with teleport was invaluable. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and that's that's kind of what my point is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we could say, well, right. you really can't fight the fake Nems on level until you hit 40 or higher in Peregrine mm -hmm. Island. But here... Pat got it at level 5. Mojave yeah. got it at level 25. My it's first character didn't get Portal Jockey till 48. Like 40, 49. <laughs> I know. And wow. I don't think we even messed with getting everything for Atlas Medallion until like level 25 That's or 30 true. or something like that. So it really is dependent on what your priorities are. And we are shiny object oriented. We get mm -hmm. distracted real easily. And Ooh, this go sounds figure. fun. Let's go do that. Tangent. Shush. <laughs> Shush. And our next comment is from troy needs more fiber in his diet hickman <laughs> tmi troy <laughs> regarding the release notes i prefer that you read everything between working driving exercising errands etc and i'm unable to sit down and read that much so i love being able to keep up on all this stuff just by sticking it in my ear mm. or the earbuds that is <laughs> I would also like you to read aloud my local newspaper, each okay. month's Reader's Digest, and the entirety mm -hmm. of War and Peace. Hmm. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 right. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not War or Peace. <laughs> Maybe the Cliff Notes. <laughs> no. And then from Kane, Q-A-Y-N-E. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Looking forward to the meetup. I plan on being there with Argent Howell. See you there. Yay! And I do. I think I remember that name too. Yeah. Country Boy says, I got a release, so I hope to show up for the podcast get together. Look for Arc Lighter, another excellent cast. Thanks, Country Boy. 
Awesome. <laughs> Someone who can't possibly be Troy Hickman says, Wait a minute. If this is a non-isode and I'm posting about it, I, I must not really exist. And if I don't exist, I don't have to pay my rent. They can't expect rent from a guy who doesn't really live here or live anywhere, for that matter. And forget <laughs> paying taxes. Non-existent people don't have to pay taxes. Though they do get to vote in Chicago. But wait, who's going to feed my turtle Eastman? And who's going to sing happy birthday to my kid next month? No, no, I want to live. Clarence, Clarence, I want to live. <laughs> There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Calm down, Troy. <laughs> Simma. <laughs> and image chaos. This and this both of these are in response to the non-isodes mm -hmm. that we posted. That you posted. From image chaos, we get Okay, dance party until they get back. Slash EMBB. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dude. And Fantastic Foe, also in reply to the non-isode. Look, Mr. Hickman, if I can call you Mr. Hickman. <laughs> hey, Troy, ease up on the non-existing thing. If this is your response to a non-isode, you need to bizarro speechify it up instead. <laughs> bizarro speech is so easy and can be done in two ways. Hulkish speech, me and Bizarro, me smash puny Hickman's post. Or <laughs> the painful to read reverse speech, me love when Vooch and Chiv no post cast pods, me no go to YouTunes, no give them one star review. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, even I can't be sure what the above said. Anyhow, nice to hear from you guys. Sorry, sincere mm. fake nemesis could only appear for one minute at the meetup. Thanks for including me in the podcast SG. Even if my Prince of Brass force field energy defender has to rub steam clean shining shoulders with the likes of Troy Hickman, <laughs> that infamous ne'er-do-well. <laughs> Pat, a.k.a. Fantastic Boat. <laughs> and from Zloth in response to the non-isode, but I think more in response to Troy. Mm -hmm. Clarence, Clarence, I want to live. Oh my. And I thought I was showing my age when some outcast minion ran off. I cut him down and announced to the runner that, yes, there is no sanctuary. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can vote in a Chicago election, but only once per election. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better than in some places. <laughs> and Charlene's reply to the non-isode is, God pray and all will be well. Hugs and kisses and please keep us informed. Because we talked, because you talked about R.D. Mm -hmm. So. And again, he's doing well. Thank you for your kind words. Yeah, Thank thanks. you. We actually had one email again from Fantastic Foe. Hey, Pat. Which the subject is thanks and a future meetup suggestion. Right. Dear Chooch and Viv, thanks again for the effort you went through to organize and run the meetup last Saturday. Unfortunately, I could only attend for a moment, long enough for the green-skinned grappler Incredible Hulk Hogan to invite me to the podcast SG. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I've since checked out the SG base and thought it a classic example of how to prioritize base construction. With an oversight chamber to make things work, available medical and storage, you guys must have listened to your own excellent base building podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no need to pretend otherwise. Me mm. am too smart to be fooled. <laughs> my only complaint comes from my character, Sincere Fake Nemesis, who would prefer the SG insignia be an N for Nemesis. <laughs> but that'll be easily fixed once SFN dramatically seizes power in the SG in a possibly bloodless coup. Did I type that out loud? <laughs> Please disregard. 
My backspace key doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> Curses! <laughs> Thank you for the bloodless yes. option there. Possibly. Possi oh, right. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> if I can offer a suggestion for a future meetup. Mm -hmm. Once a majority of podcast members are level 15 and higher, or otherwise have access to level 15 plus tunes on Guardian, it might be fun to have a mass shivan harvesting in Bloody Bay. Ooh. Assigning each eight-man team, I assume you'll continue to have multiple teams, to a meteor impact site to start at, and then have the teams migrate in some orderly fashion, clockwise, counterclockwise, alphabetically, etc., around the meteor sites to get each teammate an ore sample from each impact, and then a big assault on a bunker to refine the ore and get a summonable Shivan boss pet. Very good idea. Should anyone care to play a villain, it's relatively easy for villains and heroes to cooperate in getting shivens, provided each factional member stays out of the range of the other's area of effect powers, while either clearing mobs around meteors or suppressing bunker defenses. Troy, behave. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Best wishes to you and your family and have a safe and happy holiday. That is a really good idea. Yeah. I think, yeah, if, if we do the troll caverns at like 12 plus, then it's just a short hop to 15 plus. Yeah. Go get us some shivins. That is a really good idea. Excellent. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> we have three iTunes reviews this week. Really? They kind of snuck up on me. When I first printed this, because we were going to record Monday night, it's now mm -hmm. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. At that point, we had one iTunes review. So you guys have been sneaking in behind yeah. it. Yeah. Getting the good stuff in there. The <laughs> first one is from Wordsmith. Ah. As long as it needs to be. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> this is the definitive podcast for City of Heroes and Villains. Chooch and Viv are knowledgeable, funny, and easy to listen to with just a hint of smarm. <laughs> 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 with reviews interviews patch notes features promos and more this podcast will give listeners new reasons to play city of heroes no matter your level your play intensity or your veteran status coh podcast has something for you note squee equals woot times 10 <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much that's so kind hmm. so so kind yeah. from mouse mcgill so good, you'll stop playing just to listen. Five stars. How good is this podcast? So good that I'm not playing right now just so I can write a review. Mm. Chooch and Viv know their poop. <laughs> Keep up the work. Keep up the good work, guys. And our third one by GamerGeek182, a.k.a. Heronator. Oh. Something everyone should listen to. Five stars. Chooch and Viv effectively wrap pertinent city of information together with a riveting back and forth chemistry that forms a former and latter chewy center and delicious coating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read this one before. Although there are occasional mistakes, they are almost always of a minor nature. The pair are much more likely to get a date or reason for a change wrong, but are always on the ball for the important info. But more mm. than anything, Chooch and Viv exposed the casual podcast listener to a host of other great feeds. Everyone should listen to this podcast, whether or not they play or have ever played COX, so that they can be exposed to the breadth and depth of their podcasting knowledge. Wow. Ooh, we need to somehow get that into the Parsec Awards thing that we do. <laughs> How do we sneak an iTunes mm. review? 
Thank you. Wow, very that's much. very nice of you to say thank you. Thanks to everybody for all the comments and the emails and the voicemails and the iTunes reviews. We yeah. really appreciate it. And especially appreciate all the kind words and well wishes that were forwarded along for our little nephew. Yeah, we really appreciated it. Really, really, really. So if you would like to give us feedback, comments, suggestions, criticisms, whatever you got. Ten star reviews. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like those. <laughs> yeah. You can contact us. Uh, through the phone lines at 206-203-1661. You can send an email with an MP3 attachment or good old text at cohpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the website at cohpodcast.com where you'll also find the listener forums. See. And don't forget, you can also join the podcast chat channel. Yeah. You can join the podcast SG. Mm-hmm. We just have to coordinate it, which is easily done at the listener forums. Many ways to interact. <laughs> Glad when I finish my Spanish class, because then I'll be able to pronounce that stuff that Troy put in there, and <laughs> maybe I'll stop saying C. Can you call Gator Face properly? Gator <laughs> <laughs> So crazy. So once again, thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Good hunting, heroes. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes. Jet puffed for the win. <laughs> <laughs>